Hey, join me October 5th to 9th for my second Unleash Your Art 5-Day Challenge. This challenge will help you open your eyes to the art that you haven't discovered yet or haven't given yourself time yet to explore. You will begin to break free of your creative limitations so that you can start living a creative life because living a creative life is the first step to creating inclusive community art classes. Everyone is an artist and I'm here to show you what's possible. When you register, you'll get the Unleash Your Art workbook with everything that you need. You'll also get support from me during the five-day challenge. And this will all take place in the Connections Through Creativity Facebook group so we can make connections and build community. We are all artists and deserve to know it. We will unleash our art so that we can inspire our students and others because creativity is contagious. This challenge is completely free to participate. All you need to do is register at rebeccajaneart.ca forward slash unleash your art challenge. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H-J-A-N-E-A-R-T dot C-A forward slash U-N-L-E-A-S-H-Y-O-U-R-A-R-T-C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E. Let's unleash your art together. You're listening to the Connections Through Creativity podcast. Here, we dive in deep into personal growth, creativity, inclusion, education, mental health, entrepreneurship, connection, community, and how we can make a positive impact. I'm your host, Rebecca Jane, founder of Rebecca Jane Art, a community director creating and helping others create radical change in their community with a love of living a creative life through joy, growth, and making a positive impact in the world. Art is the catalyst for creating connections. Everyone is an artist and everyone deserves a safe place to feel and be creative, included and heard. When we create connections through creativity, we are opening an inclusive environment to improve mental health, education, creativity, and our community. If you would like to become a certified Rebecca Jane Art Inclusive Community Art Instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit RebeccaJaneArt.ca. Are you ready? Let's get creative. Today, Lisa joins us to talk about the importance of a life by your design. Lisa D. Dominical is a career coach, founder of Lisa D. Life by Design, and a proud mom of two, a four-year-old girl and an eight-month boy. Leveraging her university education in psychology and 10 years experience as a certified guidance counselor, Lisa developed her career coaching business with the goal of establishing a more effective career framework than the more traditional ones available within her industry. In addition to creating the work-life balance that she knew she needed to show up more powerfully in the lives of her clients and her family. Having gone through her own process of designing and creating the career and life that she once only dreamed of, she knows firsthand how transformational it is and is passionate about helping other women do the same. Through her career coaching, Lisa helps women reconnect with their true self and master the mindset so that they can create the fulfilling career and life they dream of and deserve. Find Lisa on Facebook at Lisa Life by Design and on Instagram at Lisa underscore D underscore Life by Design and on LinkedIn at Lisa D Life by Design. 
And Lisa has an amazing free workbook to help you clarify your values. I downloaded mine and it's amazing. So you got you have to go check it out. www.lisadlifebydesign.com forward slash opt-in. That's L-I-S-A-D-L-I-F-E-B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N dot C-O-M forward slash O-P-T slash uh, <laughs> I-N. Lisa and I could have talked all day with you. We are both so passionate about creating a life by your design, so much so that Lisa has made it her business. Lisa gives us three amazing tips about how to create your life by design. This is raw and a real honest conversation about creating a life by design. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the Connections Through Creativity podcast, Lisa. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Um, so let's just jump right in with um, our first uh, little get to know you questions. Sure. So you just have a couple, couple questions to get us started. So um, what's your favorite quote? Oh my gosh, what's my favorite quote? Um, it's really hard to choose. Yeah. I have many. <laughs> um, okay, I'll share a couple with you. Okay. Um, one of my favorites is when a flower doesn't bloom, you don't fix the flower, you fix the, the environment in which it grows by Alexander Dan Hyger. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, uh, just because I think uh, we spend a lot of time placing blame on people to change who they are, to, to adapt to environments when sometimes well, I think that the person is born just as who they need to be and we just have to find the right place for them where they can bloom. So I love that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a famous quote. This is actually another quote that I, that I like is uh, something a therapist last coach I worked with once told me and it was really powerful for me. And she said to me, if you're not ready for crit- criticism, you aren't ready for success. Mm. Um, and that one was really powerful for me, uh, in terms of getting over, um, issues I had in terms of self-worth and self-confidence and the things I hope to achieve professionally in my life. Mm. Um, and I'll give you one last other one, (laughs) (laughs) which is if you don't like where you are, move, you are not a tree by Jim Ron. (laughs) I just love, I just, I just love the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, you know, the simple message of just own your response, like take responsibility for your life. And if you're not happy with where you are, just do something different. Nice. So I love it. (laughs) Oh, I love those. That's great. Thank you. Um, okay. And what's your favorite book if you can choose? (laughs) Oh man. Um, I like different types of books. So in terms like I'm a personal growth um, personal growth and development junkie. So (laughs) of course, um, I'm sure like the rest of the world who's into personal growth and development, I'm going to say Brene Brown, anything Brene Brown. I would say my favorite one though is Daring Greatly by Mm. Brene Brown. Um, but one of the books that had, um, a really big impact on me in terms of starting my personal growth journey was Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, I think I've read that book three times just because I thought it was 
simply beautiful. Like mm-hmm. just, it was all about like being in the moment and, and appreciating uh, the small moments and being authentic and living authentically. And it was kind of a, a eye-opening mm-hmm. um, and it gave me a feeling uh, that I desired at a time where personal growth and development was new to me. So mm-hmm. it kind of started me on that journey. So I really love that book. Oh, that's great. I just listened, uh, well, I listened to her audio book. So it was her talking too, which made it more personal. But uh, the, what was it called? Uh, create, I forget. It was something, create, uh, I'm embarrassed that I forgot it, but it was, it's creativity or something. Um, okay. She wrote it and she talks about her writing eat, pray, love. And I just, I loved that part because it was just so cool to like hear her talk about her writing her, that book. It was really cool. Okay. Yeah. So oh, you, amazing. Yeah. You should listen to that one or read it. Yeah, I will. But it's nice to hear her talk about it too. Like it was, it was cool. I can imagine. Actually yeah. I would love hearing. to hear that. Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. Um, and what is something that you're really into right now? Could be like a book, a movie, a game, sleeping. <laughs> uh, sleeping is definitely a top priority <laughs> since I have a nine month old, soon to be nine month old that's still not sleeping as nights yeah. and a four year old that keeps me busy. So, uh, yeah, I definitely sleep whenever I can. It is my favorite pastime and hobby. Although my husband would argue that that is not a valid pastime or hobby, but I make it <laughs> differ. Uh, but, um, I would say that my favorite, the thing I'm into right now, it's probably old news for a lot of people, but I don't watch a lot of TV. So I'm kind of behind, uh, Jane, the Virgin on Netflix oh my, gosh. Is my therapy. Um, I literally have the, um, series finale left to watch and I don't want to watch it because I don't want it to end. Oh, so, man. <laughs> So yeah, that is my therapy. That is my um, just light, fun, yeah, uh, comedic, um, you know, in, moment of enjoyment whenever I can get it in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny because I'm pretty sure I watched that when Cooper was nine months old. So I really, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I <laughs> loved that show, but I haven't watched any seasons since. Like I couldn't really watch him or shows with him anymore because he, you know, right. he moves. So <laughs> started moving at that point. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's so funny. Okay, um, so and then the last one is something or some art uh, that inspired you or something that you love to create on your own. Um, well, I have to say, in terms of my artistic side, um, I'm actually discovering it because I actually yeah I never saw myself as an artist in any way before um it's one of my friends who's very creative herself who uh would tell me that I have an artistic side and I didn't know what she was talking about um (laughs) but I realize now that like um I think my love like the the type of art that I love is writing Mm -hmm. or words um the power of words, the power to evoke feeling with words. And so I know this may not like be art in the traditional sense, but I don't know if you've listened to the podcast between Glennon Doyle and Brene Brown, but their storytelling and way of communicating was just so powerful um, to listen to and it evoked such emotion in me. And so I know that's not like a traditional art form, but it for me, it's like the power of words, mm. um, to evoke 
something in others is is really like exciting and creative in my eyes. So I would say that that's something like reading or um, the power of words, essentially, mm. that I really love. Mm. <laughs> and it probably helped in that episode that they were wearing the same pajamas. They uh, <laughs> gave them yeah, some exactly. sort of like connection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good episode. Yes, <clears throat> I, I love that. And art isn't, isn't just traditionally painting, you know, like that's kind of right. what I focus on with like, uh, like fine arts, not just painting, but that's more my focus, but absolutely art could be anything from writing, dancing, figure skating, right? Like that is art, that is creativity. So yeah, I love that. I know. I mean, I used to dance when I was a kid, so and I miss it very much. Mm. I, going back as an adult, it wasn't as successful. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's something I love. My daughter does it now, and I love to watch her. I love to watch um, um, modern dancing, like couples mm. kind of modern dancing, just to again like the emotion that's evoked through dance, the storytelling that goes on, um, and in terms of like traditional art. I remember having a talent in drawing, but I actually haven't exploited it. So I may need your help to do that. Well, I have my <laughs> Unleash Your Art uh, cha- five day challenge starting again. Soon. You're right. You're yeah. right. I should totally get on that because yeah. I think I do need to unleash my art. Yes, I think, I think so. It's there. Yeah, and I and <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love that you like you're you're not disregarding your art either. Like you're like it's there, and I'm just not using it. I like that you're not disregarding it just because you haven't used it that's great and you have a good friend (laughs) yeah yeah she really brought me back in touch with it yeah Yeah, that's great definitely okay so um who is lisa and what is a life by design oh my gosh who's lisa (laughs) i think i'm still figuring that out Um, aren't we all it's a lifelong process (laughs) yes um I loaded question for you (laughs) loaded question let me think about that I am yeah well what why don't you just start uh, by what is life by design by Lisa yeah sure okay Okay. (laughs) uh so life by design is the business I founded in January of 2020 it's my career coaching business and um I established it because I was looking for a framework where I could continue to work in the helping profession in a way that I feel I could have a greater impact on the lives of others while also fulfilling my own need of being more uh, psychologically, emotionally, and physically present uh, for the people and things that mattered most in my life so I could feel fulfilled. So I, I founded my business and um, now what I want to do is help people do the same thing because I've experienced just how transformational it is um, when you stand in your power and you make decisions that are aligned with who you are. And so Life by Design is essentially about acknowledging and harnessing that power so that you can create the life that you want and need to feel happy and fulfilled. So it's about encouraging people to become active participants in their own life so that they can take responsibility for their happiness um, by taking intentional, by making intentional choices, both uh, personally and professionally uh, that are aligned with who they are, their true self at the core before life got 
their hands on them and, you know, shaped them and conditioned them and taught them who to be and how to function in society. So my whole goal is to help them reconnect with who they are so that they can become everything that they want to be and more and that they can feel happy and fulfilled in their life. So that is what Lisa D Life by Design is. And I'm focused on career because um, our career takes up a huge part of our life. And um, I feel like there's a lot of people that are either mismatched in their career or ended up in a career that maybe they don't know how they got there. Uh, Just like, you know, by a series of events, like just putting one foot in front of the other and, you know, kind of going on autopilot because we're all rushing around doing so many things and that we just kind of end up where we are and we don't really know how we got there. And so career um, has such an impact on the rest of our life. Uh, because we spend so much time doing it. And so um, I really feel that when you engage in a career that gives back to you, so it's not just taking, uh, that excites you, that fulfills you, um, it has a ripple effect in the rest of your life. And so this is, it, in, in choosing your career and designing your career, you essentially design your life. So that's how that was born. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, you uh, you inspire me every day. <laughs> awesome! I'm so glad. <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy because even the word like career would have, I think, sent me running before because I I don't think any time I had a job it was it was a job. I never said this is my career, and. Mm. Um, then I started my own business because I was like, oh, I can't make my own career so, or I can't have a career. So I'm going to make my own. <laughs> so right. it's actually, I have a lot of uh, work to be done back there. <laughs> well, but, you're doing it. You're yeah, deciding exactly. your life. Oh yeah, exactly. So, I just, yeah. I'm on my own instead of finding a career, I guess. Yeah. Yes. I love that you just said that because a lot of people go out and find it. They try to right. find the job. They try to find the career and they're looking at things outside themselves yeah. when the answers are right within them. Um, so yeah, I love that you totally owned your power there. Oh yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. I just went out and found it cause I, I didn't think that I could, or I, I made it because I didn't think I could find it, I guess is what, what happened with me. Yeah. <clears throat> so why do we need a life by design, Lisa? We need it because our happiness and fulfillment depends on it. Um, (laughs) So essentially, like when we stuff away who we are and fail to prioritize like what matters most to us in our life, we breed unhappiness and frustration and dissatisfaction. And um, it's our responsibility. I mean, we're doing it to ourselves. And I know for a lot of people, that's going to be hard to hear. Um, But if you are unhappy, if we are unhappy, it's because we are making choices that aren't conducive to us being happy. And so that means we have the power to make different choices. And so in choosing your life by design, so in choosing to design your life, um, and bring it to life, uh, take the action steps to bring that vision to life, you are creating the breeding ground of what is sure to be a happy and fulfilling life. So this is why we need it. This is why we need to have a life by design. 
just a fun fact, the average person spends 90,000 hours of their work, uh, their life working. Oh my that's, equivalent to, <laughs> that's equivalent to one third of your life. So if you're unhappy at work, that's one third of your only, life. Right. And it only makes sense that it would bleed into the other areas of your life. Right. Mm. So it's so important that we spend time um, cultivating what we need uh, to find in a workplace uh, to fulfill our needs, our basic needs, and ideally some of our most important wants so that we can feel overall happy at work. That doesn't mean we're not going to have hard days. That doesn't mean we're not going to experience stress. That doesn't mean like bad things don't happen. No, it just, it just means that the good should outweigh the bad. Hmm. And I mean, if you think about it, how many, I'm curious to know, like how many listeners, I'm sure there's so many listeners that could resonate with that feeling of like the Sunday blues, like that anxiety when Monday is rolling around the corner. And so you're already thinking about your work week on Sunday afternoon. It takes you an hour or so to disconnect at the end of your work day because you're frustrated, exhausted. You come home complaining. Those are all hours that are being robbed from your life outside of work. Right. And it all comes down to the fact that you aren't happy. But what if you just made different choices? And of course, that's not always simple, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. It's really about weighing the pros and cons and, um, you know, choosing, choosing what's more important for you at some point and making concessions to get to where you want to be. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't mean it all happens at once. Everyone's circumstances are different. But if you take into consideration your circumstances and make a plan and take steps at a pace that feels right for you, you can get there. It's just about taking action. So I think we all need to be designing our life and being more intentional about how we live and work so that we can live our life to the fullest. Yeah. I mean, you make it sound so simple. I can remember, (laughs) uh, like, uh, when I went off maternity leave and I was only working two days of the week and it was honestly taking up so many hours because I was so stressed about going to work and it like two days, I was working two days and I (laughs) was wasting. It felt like I was wasting my life. Right. Right. Because the energy it was taking was more than, yeah. And it's like, I, I, uh, there was a lot of guilt around it too, because I was like, I'm doing good work and I like love my clients, but something was so unaligned going in that it was like, it was making me so unhappy. I couldn't play with Cooper. Like it was just a disaster. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to just do something about this. And then I started my business, <laughs> but right. yeah. So, cause I, I can, I can live like that. It's, it's a horrible feeling, horrible feeling. Right. And, and there's so many people that do because they think they have to, Yeah, they think that this is life. They think that, you know, you, you know, you're, you just have to get up every day and go to work and pay the bills. And this is life. And I feel sad if people accept that as the idea of what life should be. Um, uh, But the truth is so many do. And I think like my whole passion behind this is really to help people see that 
it doesn't have to be that way and 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 target that limiting belief yeah uh, that's become their truth and the truth by which they've chosen to live by and shake it up a bit to help them see that there's so many other possibilities available than to just give in to the rat race and and you know go to a job be dislike every day 40 hours a week for the rest of your life to only come home and not have the energy to do the things that you love to do and be fully present for the people that you appreciate most. Um, it's really backwards. It's really it backwards. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like I said, it sounds so simple, but like, it's, I mean, it's not, it's so sad that we, we, I mean, I, I was conditioned to believe that too. Like I just had to go, go to work. It so was I. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Right. We all were, right? We're, we're all, it's, it's not our fault that we've learned to live this way. It's, it's what we're bred to believe. Uh, but when, again, like once you have awareness, you have the power to change it. So yeah. I'm just trying and hoping to create that awareness uh, in others so that they can, it can awaken something in them and, and hopefully motivate them to want to take uh, action. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, So I wanted to see if you had any tips for bringing us closer to life by design. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to try and keep it really simple. Um, although I know you're saying like, I make it sound simple. It is a process. Oh no. <laughs> like you, process, I, I mean, you but, make it sound simple, yeah, but it's, it's not because I've been there and it's like, it, right. that was a huge undertaking, emotional undertaking that I had to go Absolutely. through to get to that point. And it's still like, it took a long time for me to get through that even as I was in my business. So if I had somebody like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. They would and have, I think you you could probably attest to the fact that it doesn't stop right? It becomes like a lifestyle choice to continue to grow and develop um, continuously because to think that we just choose and we're done is like kind of to accept that we stop evolving and growing. Yeah. So yeah. So it's It's, like a lifelong process. Exactly. Because like I I started my business, it looks like it's like a 360 from what it looks like now. You know, there's and it's always going to keep going and keep evolving. Right. I'm, I constantly have to, as my son grows up, you know, as, as my needs come, you know, I, it's going to change as exactly as I grow, as I go. Right. So, right. Yeah, and I absolutely. love that because the, the, because you expect that. Yeah. It's just part of the process. So you won't be like, Oh, like I thought I dealt with this already. Like I right. thought this is done. Right. So right. just in shifting that perspective alone, like it creates this openness to what you know will like change will come and it creates that openness to it and, and that willingness to adapt so that when it does occur, you're not surprised. You don't feel defeated. You don't feel discouraged. It's just part of the process. So I love that mindset shift. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. It was a shift. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so the three tips, um, my number one is honor your true self. So get radically clear about who you are, Um, not the person you've become, not the person you were conditioned to be, not the person, not not the person with the beliefs you were, you were taught. What are your beliefs? Who are you fundamentally? Um, Even if there's parts of you that, that you don't particularly like, own it. 
own the good, own the bad, own all of it and honor it, honor it. So get back to the person you were, reconnect with the person you were before life got its hands on you and told you how to be or become. Uh, so that's like my number one tip. Once you found that person, master your mindset. So there's probably so many things like we're talking about beliefs, uh, belief systems and teachings and conditioning that occurred um, as you went through your life that you've accepted as truth. For example, like we said before, it's life. You get up, you go to work, you pay, got to pay the bills. You know, you, you come home, you make dinner, you take care of the kids, you go to bed, you start over. That's just life. That's a limiting belief. Mm. It doesn't have to be that way. It can look different. It doesn't mean the responsibilities still aren't there, but that can look different. So that's an example of a belief that you may have that may be contributing to you feeling stuck and trapped in your career and life. So when you start creating awareness about, around those belief systems, um, you're then in a position to begin to choose which ones you want to keep and which ones you want to reject and which ones you want to change. Mm -hmm. So that is like tip number two, master your mindset. So that will facilitate your process of honoring your true self. And number three, take messy action. <laughs> so once you created this awareness and once you know who you are and who you want to become and who you need to be uh, and, and who you, how you need to live to feel happy, um, take action. There's so many people stuck in perfection paralysis, as I call, mm -hmm. like this need to just want to get it right and not make mistakes or wait till the right time is right or um, wait till, you know, um, they have it all figured out, or, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. that they feel more confident and it just doesn't work that way. Um, you just got to start. And when you start, you'll make mistakes. It won't be perfect. You'll have to learn from them and get better. And as you do, and you'll learn to trust your ability in yourself to overcome the challenges, your belief in yourself to grow from challenges, you'll start to acknowledge your own skills, abilities, and what you have to offer, which will in turn increase your self-confidence and increasing your self-confidence and your sense of self-worth. Well, that tendency to want to be perfect will go away because perfection, perfectionism comes from a place of uh, low self-esteem and wanting to make sure you don't make a mistake because failure is usually associated to what people think or how you feel about yourself and your self-worth and all that. So it's a little complex, but essentially when you just start and take messy action you do it scared you do it uncomfortable you do it through all of the uncomfortable emotions it's while doing that that you will start to acquire the comfort um and the the self-confidence so honor your true self master your mindset and just take messy action mm. i love that yeah i the messy action. <laughs> like I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be recording this podcast if I was waiting for it to be perfect because it is far, <laughs> far 
from perfect. I, I just I <laughs> was laughing at that because I'm like, we're here right now because we took messy action. <laughs> Right. But yeah. I mean, this is the thing, like we all start somewhere, right? We, yeah. we, ne- we never start perfect. Everything is a skill to be acquired. So yeah, you know, like, I think you're doing a great job. But you know, maybe one, one, one day you'll look back and be like, Oh, my gosh, remember that first podcast I recorded, you know, but then like, by then you'll be a pro, but we all start yeah. somewhere. Exactly. Um, like, I remember I had a client, we were talking about this kind of thing with a client and she mentioned, um, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there. And I was telling her the first time that I posted an Instagram video, I think I spent two hours recording like a two minute video. And when I posted it, I cried after for how vulnerable I felt. Now it's like second nature a year later. But it wasn't like that when I started. And I'm sure people watch that video. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like how messy, but I don't care because I had to start there. And I've if seen I didn't it. Start there. There you go. It was and not. Didn't... <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, you just ne- start. Yeah, and it's never as bad as you think it is. Like, yeah, we are definitely our own yeah. worst critics. Yeah, like your video is perfectly fine. Like it was. It was. <laughs> well, a, thank you. You know, like I can't remember exactly, but I've seen a lot of your videos, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we're just like so terrified to do something, yeah. and it's never as bad as you think. Like, <laughs> you True. know what I mean? It's, yeah. It, yeah, we are our worst, our worst critic. <laughs> we definitely are our own worst critics. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then uh, to go to your back uh, to number two, I like that you said our responsibilities are still there because I think we could have this outlandish, you know, life by design that we're thinking of, but like we still have to be, responsible for our children we're still responsible for paying the bills we're still responsible for our our life like it's not like we're sitting here dreaming up uh you know somebody serving us things on a yacht you know what I mean like we're, we're still living our good like lives it's not we're not changing it entirely right we're just right yeah so I'm glad you brought that up because I do feel like sometimes like my name and and my brand like I do want people to dream because I feel like when you dream you kind of remove um any sense of judgment on on like what you want or um so it just it's like a a freedom to kind of create whatever it is that you want without that sense of like responsibility and 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 like the heaviness of, of real life but yeah I think what I'm trying to do through my coaching is, is not sell a pipe dream. I'm not trying to sell or like convince people that like, you know, you can like, I I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't want to create like this fairy tale um, idea. That's, that's not the idea. I mean, I do want to empower people to get as close to that ideal as possible, Yeah. but I'm not oblivious to the fact or ignorant to the fact that we all have things in life that get in our way that, you know, we're responsible for, we have responsibilities, life happens. Um, and it's not about pretending that that's not the case, but it's really about measuring our choices and, um, being as intentional as possible in moving through that to get as closest as possible, as close as possible to where we want to be. 
Um, So it's not about, again, it's not about perfect. It's about getting to a place where we feel happy with the choices we have made. Yeah. Um, Where we can find peace in the choices we have made. It's not, you know, to, you know, uh, I don't know. It's the idea is not to sell this idea of like being rich and famous. And like you said, having people cater us and no, it's really to live a life that feels fulfilling to you, whatever that means for you. Yeah. Um, given your circumstances. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, but to, to figure that out, you got to look at it all. You got to look at it all and you got to, you got to make very intentional choices of where to put your time and energy. Yeah. I mean, even starting my business seemed like a dream. Like it seemed as outlandish as somebody, you know, serving me on a, <laughs> like I said, like, you know what I mean? It's, it seemed impossible, but if I didn't get, allow myself that dreaming space, that allowance to really explore all my options of how far I could go, how, what I can do with my business, what I can do, um, just, and by helping others, like, it's just, you know, it, it, it seemed entirely like a dream when I was sitting on my floor, like crying because I didn't want to go to work. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like it was, yeah. it's such a huge shift and it seemed so impossible, but here we are. Yeah. Right? I can so much relate to that story. So like, just like quickly, like I've been through my own share of career challenges, which clearly has inspired me to do what I do today. <laughs> like it was born out of that, like in yeah. all transparency. Um, so I know that feeling. I was that person, like navigating depression, anxiety, the roller coaster of the ups and downs, the Sunday blues, as I call them, like leaving my work desk to go cry in the bathroom uh, on hard days. Um, I've even attempted attempted leaving my career. um, And I just, so I know, I I know those feelings because I was that person. Mm -hmm. So for me, to be sitting here like you, I still remember 10 years ago, sitting in my office thinking, like, it would be so cool if I could like run my business Mm -hmm. and and do things my way. And especially working in the mental health industry, that's like regulated to a certain extent, like I didn't see how I could even do that, because I was passionate about helping people. I just didn't like how I was going about helping them. So, um, I still remember that moment sitting, feeling discouraged, thinking I had to leave my career uh, to be able to work and live in the way that I wanted to, not because I didn't love what I was doing, but because of the toll it was taking on me. Mm-hmm. And so to sit here like 10 years later and realize like that dream is now a reality and um, is really surreal. It's really surreal, but at the same time, it helps me stand in my power and conviction to, to, to show others that it's possible because I was them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I think it's important because we're talking like we're entrepreneurs, but um, it, that doesn't mean entrepreneurship for everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it can look different. It can look different, but just that nudge, like I'm sure you can relate to this, Rebecca, like that feeling when you're down of just kind of like, there's got to be more, this can't be it. There's like this nudge, right? That comes back, that comes back and you don't know what it is. You don't know what it's supposed to look like, but that nudge is talking to you, right? It's like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. There's something off here. So like, we need to be listening to that, that nudge. 
that little voice inside us, like when it creeps up and like there's something off, our natural reaction is to push it down. But really what we should be doing is like talking to it. Like, wait, who's that? What do you want? Why are you here? Like, and really like paying attention to it because it's trying to steer us in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and I think, uh, maternity leaves too. Like it definitely, cause I know oh you yeah, <laughs> definitely helps a oh lot. My gosh. How, yeah. how I, I had been thinking about it for a while before, but not, um, it kind of made it more realistic when I went on maternity. Absolutely. Cause it was like, suddenly I have this not time, but you know what I mean? Kind I did have time because yeah. I wasn't at work, but I had a baby, but you know, <laughs> so right. yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Motherhood definitely <laughs> changes us. <I> think. <laughs> yeah. Parenthood, I should say, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, definitely a time of uh, like f- I know that for me, this began because of my daughter. Like mm-hmm. that nudge, I knew it was there, but my my trigger to me saying like enough is enough was and is my daughter. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. motherhood <laughs> yeah and I and I and I totally relate to that because it was like I was sitting there I just I, like I have a very vivid memory of me <laughs> sitting on the floor crying but and Cooper came up to me and was just like I think he was two or one and he just like toddled over to me and was like mommy and like I couldn't even I couldn't be there with him because I was so so unfulfilled and so sad and then I was oh like gosh. but I can't do that for to him you know what I mean? Right. Like yes. I, can't, I can't live this way for him. That's not for him. Right. Yeah. I can very much relate to that because my yeah. story is very similar. I don't know if I shared it with you before, but yeah, for me it was, I was back at work um, and um, I had started that roller coaster of just feeling exhausted and depleted and coming home and crashing and just like one morning, it was Saturday morning, again, super vivid, because I think these moments are vivid because they're it like is. pivotal moments, right? Yeah. Um, and I was like in fetal position in my bed crying. And my daughter, it was two and a half at the time. And she walked by my room and she poked her nose in and she said, not again, mom. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, she's two and a half and she already sees this as a pattern in me. And I was like, like you, I was like, okay. It was one thing when I was doing this to myself, although that's not okay. Um, But I was like, she deserves a mom. Mm -hmm. She didn't ask to be here. I chose to bring her here. She deserves a mom. She deserves a role model. And I wanted to model to her what it meant to work and live. I mean, this was not it. Um, So yeah, the next day I walked myself to the doctor's office and was on a leave of absence, getting my life together. So yeah, pivotal moments, pivotal moments. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, like a big, it's not even just Cooper. Like it's also... I, I, my sisters, like I, I, they're young, but my, one of my sisters is nine years younger than me. So it's, it's like, I want to show them too. Like, it's not just about, it's like, I want to show the, and then, and my students, like now that I have students, like I need to show them that this is not just, you know, it's, it has to be more than that, especially like health class. Like I, 
I want it to be like, this is, this is not just what life has to be like. It's, it can be more, it can be fulfilling. And it's, uh, it's not just about showing, it's about showing everybody around me. It's contagious. Absolutely. It is. And, and I think I've noticed that like when you step up, right. When we step up, it, it does empower others to step up. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and like, absolutely. I totally agree. Like for me, it's like about empowering my daughter. It's about empowering my clients and empowering the people around me. And you're absolutely right. It has a ripple effect. Yeah. It definitely has a ripple effect. Yeah. 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 All right. So, um, thank you. This was a a very amazing conversation. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy. I got you got you in on here. <laughs> and then <laughs> when I started my podcast, I was like, I need Lisa on. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I'm really honored to be here. Um, I so, love what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I will expect to see you in the Unleash Your Air program. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally called myself out there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in. Good. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I wanted to say uh, you're going to you have a workbook. On your yes, app. yeah. So I I um I designed a, a creative free workbook just to help people get started on the process of designing their life and um really that starts with getting to know your values, what's important mm-hmm. to you, so that you can make, start making choices that are aligned with your primary values. Uh, because if you make choices that go against them, it is surely going to create unhappiness, resentment frustration because you just won't be able to get to the things that matter most to you. So I created that workbook just as like a stepping off uh, point to help people start clarifying what it is that is important to them and take that first step in getting closer to who they are and what's important to them. Um, So if anybody's interested in kind of delving into that kind of work, well, you can find the, well, on my Instagram, I have the link in my bio there at um, Lisa underscore D underscore life by design. And you can also opt in on my website at lisadlifebydesign.com. Awesome. And I'll, I'll link it in the show notes as well. And I was going to ask you to, where do we find you? But we just said, uh, just said, so <laughs> I just said, I'm also on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, Facebook and now LinkedIn. So I'm oh, trying to do all good. the things. <laughs> yes, I know. So, yeah. I need to get on the LinkedIn too. <laughs> good for you. Okay. Yeah. So life by design by Lisa. Awesome. So we can yeah. find you and I'll link it all, all in the show notes so that people can find it easy peasy. Um, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And thanks for having me. I really loved our conversation. Yeah, me too. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you would like to become a certified inclusive community art instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit RebeccaJaneArt.ca. All of the links from this episode are in the show notes. If you love this episode, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything at Rebecca Jane Art. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, happy creating.